Welcome to Exit Interview, improv radio podcast by God and the Devil. Before we begin, there are a couple things you need to know. This podcast was completely improvised. None of it was written beforehand. It was recorded in one take and then edited into a radio play. The performers on this podcast are... Dan Kwan Peoples. John Goodman. Jonah Greenewalt. Trisha Crimmins. Will Kohler. Hannah Albertine. Okay, let's begin. Mrs. Uh, Slenderby. Mrs. Mrs. What? Slenderby. At least. That's not how you say my name. Uh, excuse, uh, sorry. Slenderby. Slender. Slenderby. Slenderby. Sorry, I'm just a visiting nurse for the night. Uh, That's alright. Mrs. Slenderby, uh, we're checking your vitals now. Uh, whew, I I have a hard sort of truth to tell you. Okay. It's not looking good. Uh, what? Me? Well, no. You look great. I mean, you, I, listen. I'm not. Who am I to judge? You're, you're you know, okay. you're a beautiful woman. But just the look, <laughs> look at this chart I have here. Yikes! I'm new to this. Sorry. Definitely. Uh, things are dropping a little bit. All right. Your heartbeat is a little regular i listen i know um we're not supposed to let visitors in right now but there are some people outside who are asking to see you would would now be an okay time uh yeah i, I think now is okay it seems like it's the only time oh okay um well i'll be right back mrs uh, slender bye thanks so much How, how's she doing? Uh, she looks great, but her, her uh, body functions are not uh, spectacular. Dropping a little, declining. Oh. Uh, we've done all we can. Do you, do you think this would be an inappropriate time to just ask a few questions? I'm here with the FBI. Whoa. We actually, we're, this is an ongoing investigation with Miss, Mrs. Uh, Slenderby, is that how you say it? Uh, no, I was just correcting myself. It's Slenderby. Oh. What the hell is the FBI doing? I mean, I'm her, I'm her son. Can I, can I go see her first, please? Oh, I thought you guys were together. You guys didn't come together? No, I'm, I'm going to ask you questions later, too, son. Well, okay. Yeah, uh, come on in. Come on in. Mrs. Mrs. Slenderby, I know you said you were a little fatigued. Is it okay if these gentlemen uh, talk to you? Yes. All right, uh, folks, come on. You can grab these seats right here. Hey, Mom. Hi, Joey. Hi. Hi. And I did, who are you? I'm sorry. Who- hey, sorry. Is this a bad time? I just have some questions. I work for the FBI. Jesus. Oh, I mean, I think that this is the only time. Uh, why, don't, why don't you go ahead, uh, Officer? And, and Joey, if you would just pull up a chair near me. I, why don't you hold my hand? I'm, I'm getting really tired. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, of course. Oh, my God. Your hands are so cold, Mom. I, Joey, I, a lot of my vitals are dry. Like, Anyways, is it Slender B? <laughs> it's actually Slender Bi. Oh, Mrs. Slender Bi. So I just have a couple questions for you um, regarding, you know, the year 1997. Oh, okay. Is there anything you can tell me about the year 1997? What do you need to know? Well, specifically, I'm looking into a case that involves you and, um, well, I'll just put it, I'll give it to you straight. A lot of narcotics stuffed into pillows. Whoa, Mom. I didn't know about that. Joey, sorry. You didn't uh, didn't think you'd be here for this. I didn't think you'd be here for this. I mean, but <laughs> I guess we'll just roll with it because this, yeah. I mean, it was a different time then. I it, That's, gosh, that's 23 years ago. But I mean, I guess this is the only time to tell this story. I, I might as well tell it. It started in Scottsdale, Arizona. I was working at a restaurant called Scott C's. Uh, we always got calls, hey, is this Scotty's? But no, it's, it's Scott C's from, from Scottsdale. Uh, I had a hell of a manager. 
he was a real asshole, and he was always uh, giving me extra shifts and working me really hard. Um, and one night, I was picking up the phone. I got a call from a really mysterious guy. Uh, hi. Yeah, this is Scotty's. Oh, is this Scotty's or Scotty's? This is Scotty's. Oh, oh, shit. I called the wrong one. Uh, you're the first one in the yellow pages. Um, <clears throat> do you know where, you know the number to Scotty's? Scotty's Bowling Alley or Scotty's Pharmacy? Uh, Scotty's Pharmacy. Okay, uh, yeah. I'm calling in a big drug order, if you know what I mean. Oh, drugs? What, what kind of drugs? Mm, I shouldn't be telling you this, but, uh, narcotics. Can I be involved with that? Oh, boy. Well, see, you know, I'm just talking to you over the phone and see you're not the person I'm supposed to be talking to. You work at Scotty's and that not Scotty's. Can I ask you your name? Uh, Can you spell it for me? J-E-N-N-Y-S-L-E-N-D-E-R-B-Y Slender B? E. Sl oh, Slender Bi. Oh, do you think it should be Slender Bi? I think it should be Slender Bi. Slender Bi. Okay, I'll change it to yeah, that. Yeah, we, we go incognito here in, in this business. That makes sense. Um, anyways, cut to business. Um, you're going to meet me at uh, 1st Street and uh, 77th? Yeah, I can do that. Okay. Uh, see you there. Ten minutes. Jenny, who's on the phone? Who is that? It was just a customer. It was just a customer, Mr. Horseradish. Oh, a customer? Is it more important than the customers that are sitting at the diner right now with no cups of joe in front of them? Hmm? There's two out there already. My buddy Eric and my buddy Johnson. Hey, still waiting on my Jello and GT. Hurry up, hurry up. I know, Eric. I'm trying. Oh, yeah, well, there's a cup of joe in front of me back here. Hey, I'm sorry, Johnson. It's coming, Mr. Eric and Mr. Johnson. Get back out there. <laughs> this is your last warning, Jenny. I don't want to see any more funny business out of you. Hmm? So, later that night, once I got off my shift... Sorry, Mom, quick interjection. Um, did our last name... Were you born with the last name Slender B? I... I also wondered this because there had been some back and forth about that before. Yes, so... you always said, my whole life you were like, don't let anyone call you Slender B. That's not your name, Joey. You're Slender Boy. And if I ever catch you calling anyone, anyone calling you Slender B, I'm going to kick their ass. Joey, what you didn't ever know, and what I wasn't really prepared to tell you was, I'd always wanted to change my last name. Yeah. Slender B held a lot of really brutal memories from my childhood. Oh. And so when a man called the restaurant I was working at, and he said, I need you to do a narcotics order, and I said, you know, my famous words, can I get involved with that? He offered me an out to never be taunted again. And I decided if I'm not gonna step in my power now, when can I? Fair enough. Yeah. So let's be clear. That's a confession that you're giving me, ma'am. I was wondering the same thing. Yeah, I was gonna ask about that. You actually, you were you were involved, quote, you wanted to be involved with the narcotics? I think she said, I think she said, can I? Well, it's interesting that you bring that up because at the time we had been investigating uh, Ryan Pool Float, the man that called you. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, he has a lot of names, but that's the the one that we had a wiretap you know back in 1997 wiretaps were really new i don't know if you've seen the wire i haven't but uh we were you know we were in the van out there and listening to mr pool floats calls and he made a lot of different calls but you were the one it was easiest to get you to say yes and i thought that was notable so that's why i'm here today i guess i just was looking for an out from my day-to-day -day life in scottsdale i was just wasn't that exciting and so as i was saying you know later that night I met who you, I guess, have identified to me as Ryan Pool Float in an alley. Um, but back then, he went as Nick Sweeterby. 
Uh, that's actually Sweeter Bye. I prefer that as my name. Uh, <laughs> oh, sir, I'm, I'm so sorry. But you and know what? Since we're changing the last names around, you can call me Sweeter B. Sweeter B. Okay, you'll, you'll be Nick Sweeter B, and I'm Jenny Slenderby. Perfect. Um, hey, listen, um, this going to be a little weird, but I just came from my hotel, and um, I forgot the packaging for my narcotics. Oh. I mean, I just brought these pillows, and I filled them to the brim with narcotics. I'm not going to tell you what. Don't look inside that. I'm just looking for an escape from my daily life in Scottsdale. You're looking for a quest. You're looking for something to make your life important. So whatever you need me to do with these pillowcases and narcotics, I am honestly glad to do it. It's 1997. I know. Tupac just died. It's crazy. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, what we have to do here and what I was actually going to tell Scotty to do before uh, I misplaced the call. Um, there's, a, there's a guy, and he lives all the way across town. He's the largest person you've ever seen. You walk in a room and just his... It's proportional, but his body just fills the room like twenty feet, or just. His. So it's like, if, but if we were in a computer of the future, you would you would take him and you would drag him maybe diagonally more than. Yes, exactly. Way. Like that's how he fits into a room. He's a diagonal man. He's big. He's big, and um, he's in a lot of pain because of his his, his size, and he needs it. He needs to dilute the pain um, <clears throat> with these bags and bags of narcotics. I'm just going to hand you them. Okay. Here's the address, um, and when you get there, just don't don't mention anything about rec- recording he has this weird thing this weird setup he has this weird this weird gig don't a- and don't ask him anything about recording or anything about any, any anything religious you know he just he just talks your ear off okay um, well i'll go to this address though okay all right bye bye Hey, Louie? Louie, um, did you hear that? Did you pick up on that conversation just then? Yeah. Oh, on the wiretap? What, what was that? What was, uh, what are you, what was that, what are they talking about there, do you think? Can you run some tests on, uh, quote, diagonal man in Tucson? <clears throat> yeah, no, I can look right, I can look into that. Let, um, you can send that down to the lab. They'll take a look through our extensive paper files for, for that kind of, kind of guy, yeah. It might take him a while, though. You know, those files, they take a long time to search through. They certainly do. they have got one of those microfiche machines. Microfiche? Is that what you just, is that what it's called? Isn't that what it's called? I don't know. I don't know how to do anything. I just sit in a van and listen to this guy all day. Yeah, man, sure is a sweet gig working for the FBI, huh? All right, let's find the diagonal, man. Is she here? <laughs> Come in, show her inside. Bring her inside. Yes, yes right this way. Sorry, uh, she's she was a little late, but yes, she's she's here. Yeah, wait. Oh, by the way, what type of is she? I was expecting Scotty, the pharmacist, too. Well, I was as well, uh, Mister Mister Diagbone. Uh, but you know, uh, it seems like something got mixed up. Yes. Hi. Yes, sir. I I, I have your uh your um your uh, oh recording. Oh. Ew, why did you? Sorry. Uh, your voices. Oh. Those are the, all of the last things you should have mentioned. Yeah. You came all the way out into the middle of the desert. Just get her outside. Get her outside. Yes. All right. And, uh, Arnold, come here. Yes, 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 yes. God, what, what, we what? gotta clean this place up. All the, all the recording stuff, all the crosses we got on the walls. Put them away. Put them in the closet. I don't, we, we must have left it all out. That's what she saw. Put it all away. All right, all right, I, I can, I'll, I'll start tidying. But listen, yeah. perhaps you'd better go out there and, and, and talk to her, you know? Explain. All right, so all here, right. I'll start tidying. You go out the, the garage door. All right, all right. So, uh, Jenny, 
Let's uh, give this a round two here. What's your brow for me? I, I actually haven't looked inside the pillowcases, but I just know that I'm supposed to bring these to you um, and just not talk to you about recording holiness, um, voices, or religion. Oh, Jenny, Sorry, Jenny. sir. God, I feel bad. I have no filter. I'm crazy. Oh, you don't. You don't. Oh. All right, well, let me see these pillowcases. I'll, uh, I'll have a look. You okay. go wait inside with Arnold, okay? Just wait inside right. there. I need some privacy. Hey, um, officers, I just wanted to check in and say that I finished looking through the mic the microfiche. Oh, you figured you finished looking through the microfiche? Nice. Is that what you, is that what you call nice. it? Nice. Yeah, that's what yeah. we call it. Yeah, okay, cool. So I was told to look up a diagonal man, and that proved to be a little bit challenging. But you're not going to believe this. We actually have a guy on record called Mr. Diagbone. So totally unrelated to the search topic, it just happened to match the first four letters, so I found him. Was well, he diagonal? And Well, not diagonal. He's incredibly large, though. The, the, the description says that he is, um, it, it's as if he's been stripped, pulled by the, the corner. Uh, if you imagine a, a square around him. Uh-huh, okay, I'm picturing it. And you could either pull on the side of the square, and that would make him wider. Right. And you could pull on the top of the square, that could make him longer. Or you could pour, pull on the corner of the square, that would make him bigger in all directions equally. He's that. He's like that version. He wouldn't get skinnier. Also, at like no, no, no. He would grow both horizontally and vertically at the same rate. So his proportion would stay the same, but he would just be bigger overall. That was the description. It's physically impossible. Yeah, this doesn't make any sense. Well, I, I don't make the rule. That's just how they said he looked. I don't. They, they didn't say they did it but to that's him. What, that was the description. Right. That was exactly the description on the phone the other day. Hey, good job. What's your name? Uh, oh, it's Sarah. Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Maccabee. Listen, we gotta go check out this diag di diagonal man. Oh, Do you want to come with us? I, I'd love to, but there's just one thing on the record here. I just wanted to let you guys know about. It, uh, yeah. Uh, he, so he has a he has a criminal record, um, and he was he, uh, he was booked a couple years. Ago for he was in a public mall shouting about how he has a direct line to, to God and the devil and how he's been oh. uh, he has recording he says that he has proof that they exist and some of the locals got a little scared and, and they, they booked him and he got a little mm. aggressive sounds like a real nut job yeah I, I, I think I will come you know I think I will come along I feel like this could be my big my big adventure you know out of the office all right yeah is it safe do you think it's safe yeah. are we gonna we gonna take a road trip out into the desert this sounds fun road trip road trip road trip Road trip! Road trip! And, Joey, I can't believe I'm telling you this now, but, I mean, I guess this is really the only time to explain these things, but it turns out... No. Well, I don't know why you would say no, because I have no idea how you would know what I was talking about. I don't about. know either. But... <laughs> go ahead. Go, sorry, Mom. I'm just... I'm scared. I'm nervous. The story's really... I've never heard any of it this. It turned out that Mr. Diagbone, when I came in, he he was wearing this t-shirt that said, I'm a hotshot producer and don't ask me about it. I kind of, oh, wow. you know, I had, no, I had no filter back in 1997. You know me, you know, I was, I was. Yeah, no, you just blurted out. It was yeah. the days of the wire, you know, it, things were changing. I, I hadn't seen the show, but I was. Right. So it kind of made me kind of more spunky. And so I saw him wearing that shirt and I said, yeah, what do you mean you're a hotshot producer? And he got this kind of crazed look in his eye and he said, mm -hmm. Jenny. Slenderby. I make a podcast 
starring God and the devil. Whoa. And I was like, who's God and who's devil, right? You know, Mom, what, what I thought you were going to say is that I, I really was convinced there for a second that you were going to say that Mr. Diagbone was my, was my dad. Because I have been wondering who dad oh, was. Oh, sweetheart. No, I'm so sorry. I just got nervous because I feel like I am kind of, I'm kind of big in both horizontally and vertically. And so I just wasn't sure. You're just sh- well endowed. No, I'm Thank so sorry, you. sweetheart. No. But I do kind of want to know who dad is. If that, I, Okay, yeah, yeah, no, no, Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, officer. Well, what I can tell you, it's very interesting, actually. You know, Arnold, the sort of British runabout servant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He <laughs> turned, you know, he was an informant later on. Um, and uh, that's really what... <laughs> Really, what gave up the story and the reason we're here now is all because of the sort of runabout servant that uh, eventually flipped. <laughs> he flipped hard on his boss. All he wanted is a shirt, and he, he gave, we gave it to him, and he gave us all all, all the information. And that's that's what, 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 did the sh- what did the shirt say? I'm a hot shot runabout servant. Don't ask me about it. Yes, yes, Mr. Dyebone. What, what is it? What is it? I finally, finally came in. What do you think? An XXXL as if it's been stretched on all sides. Oh, you look, oh, you look yeah. majestic. I'm so glad we could finally commission a, a, a circus tent company to build a t-shirt for you. And you'll never guess what I got for you, Arnold. You just wait. Drumroll, please. What did I get for you? A job. Go get the door, because Jenny's back. Yeah, you'll never have one of these shirts. <laughs> in your dreams. All right. Wait a minute. Jenny is back? Uh, what have you called her back for? After the last order of pillowcases. Oh, I got her personal... Home phone number and asked her to bring over more of these drugs. She was so speedy the last time. I said, keep on coming. You know where the garage door is. Mr. Diagbone, I will get the door, but are you sure that these pillowcases full of narcotics are the best choice for you to be making? I know you you have chronic pain, but but I, I worry about you sometimes. Arnold, your job is to be the, the servant guy, okay? Don't try to play doctor in all this. Your role is very <laughs> clearly defined. The ceiling is there, okay? Just open the garage door. Don't worry about me. I will. I'll go go and hit the button that makes the garage door open. Jenny! Can I can I speak with Arnold for a moment? I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Diagbone. I, I just would like to talk with him. Well, I can wait. I'm a patient man, but I have my limits. I'll be over here. All right, let's step outside into the desert while the garage door closes. Yes, yeah, what is it, Jenny? Arnold, hi. Um, I, I would like to talk to you about something, but I was wondering if you could keep it between the two of us. Uh, sure, yes. I, 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 I can keep a secret. Yeah, um, I was wondering if you wanted to conceive with me. Uh, pardon? I was wondering if you would maybe be interested in conceiving with me. Now, uh, again, I was pretty sure I heard you that time, but I just have to double-check that you said what I thought you said. Yeah. Okay, you mean like a child? Yes. Can I ask you, can you provide me a tiny bit of backstory for this desire? Where's this coming from? Sure, yeah. Um, so I don't have I don't have a lot of men in my life. Um, uh-huh. And I definitely feel like I'm ready for kids. Uh-huh. But the only people that are my choice are <laughs> Mr. Horseradish. Yes, of course. You've, you've mentioned Mr. Horseradish. Mr. Diagbo. Well, of course. So much man. So, and then I thought, you know, for so long I was like, oh, I only know these two men. I only know these two men. And then I realized uh-huh. Arnold's a man. It does often take people a while to, to remember that I exist among a man. Yes. 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 So would you maybe be interested? Um, well, uh, I'll be honest <laughs> with you. Uh, Jenny, it's been a long time for me uh, as well, so I, I suppose it's it's hard living out here in I the... didn't really say it'd been a long time for me. I just kind of said I didn't know a lot of oh, it, but I'm anyway. Sorry, yes, I, I extrapolated there. That was... <laughs> I mean, look, 
are you in or are you out? Do you want to conceive a child with me? We never have to talk about it again and we never have to tell the child. So, Sarah, now that you're with us, send a lieutenant here. Yeah, yeah. It's really, I feel like we, we got a lot from that very strange conversation. That's with, why we're the FBI. You know what? It seems like now we can we can get them on conspiracy. And it a lot a lot links to this diagonal guy. I, I don't know. I think maybe we could we could make some progress with that with that runabout servant of, of his. I think we'd better do it. Before we do that, I just want to say, guys, this has been a great road trip. It's been so fun getting to know you guys a little better. I totally agree. Uh, Sarah, you know, hearing about your, your new baby at home. Oh, I know. I miss her. And uh, fellow lieutenant hearing about hearing about your your struggles with your family and how they all never wanted you to be an FBI agent. It's just great to really know the people you're working with. Yeah, thank you. Oh, it's like we always pass by in the office and it's just ships in the night you know but now finally you know we have something together um but i I don't want to i'm just wondering aloud here guys but just seem to be really interested in like the i don't know like the the summoning god and and the prince of dark do you think there's not anything to that right like this guy isn't like they're whack jobs whack jobs sarah you put in a couple of years here and there with the fbi you're gonna hear all kinds of things no it's crazy right it's crazy yeah Anyway, Joey and uh, Officer, um, so it, it turned out that what I ended up finding out was, I guess I was delivering these narcotics to Mr. Diagbone and his runabout servant, Arthur, or Arnold, sorry, it's been so many years, who, honestly, Joey, he, he always reminded me of you for, for some reason. So, I mean, Mom, you had a conversation with him about conception, and I don't know where that went, but I... It, is Arnold my dad? Can you just tell me? There was a lot of men in my life. Yeah, I heard. Right, well, you listed all of them. There are like four. There's not that many options, but yeah, go ahead. Mr. Horseradish. Mr. Horseradish. Mr. Diagbone. Mr. Diagbone. And Arnold. And Arnold. I've shared Arnold's testimony with your son. I, sorry I didn't ask permission. For, but oh. he's actually, he's sort of known about this for a while now. Oh, I was kind of hoping for a Mamma Mia type situation. Regardless, the point being was I ended up finding out... Just because I, I one time, you know, I was doing all these deliveries of the narcotics to Mr. Diagbone, and I was kind of like finally like, you know what, Mr. Mr. Sweeterby or Ryan Poolfloater, who was kind of the fourth man in my life and could have been added to the Mamma Mia scenario, he always used to say, "Don't look in the pillowcases." But one day when he wasn't around, I said, "Look in the pillowcases. What if I tasted what was inside of them?" And I, I stuck my tongue in, and my pinky finger it turned really small, and I went, "Oh my gosh, it's so." Small. Small and it's it's like shriveled up and I was thinking you know Mr. Diagbone he's a pretty big guy but like as I've known him he's gotten smaller and smaller and smaller and huh. I kept going back and giving the narcotics he kind of started to look kind of shriveled kind of kind of old and, and yes he was he was out of pain but but it seemed like the narcotics were doing something to him and, wow. and he started kind of writing up his will. Jenny, Jenny, come here. 
Yes, hi. A lot more room to move around here now. I've been, uh, I guess it's those blocks I've been taking to the garage door and back. So yeah. spacious over here in this garage. Mr. Diabone, you're almost as big as a Tic Tac. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> you're so small. No, at first I thought, you know, it was a good thing losing weight, but oh boy, I don't, I don't know what's going on now. Oh, diet culture is so rampant, and I'm going to be ahead of my time in knowing that in 1997, but anyway. Yeah, prophetic, I would say. But don't don't worry about me. I've got, uh, you know, people I can call on if I need help. Don't worry about that. Um, Arnold, Arnold, get in here. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, yes, Mr. Diagon. Arnold. Hi, Arnold. Hello, Jenny. Good to see you. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I sent you that back. I don't know if you... Okay, whatever. Oh, the, uh, yeah, no, I did. I did get that. Um, sorry, I've been meaning to fax you back. I, I... Yeah. Okay, I know I'm small, but don't ignore me here. Don't pretend like I'm not in the room and talk over my head. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Arnold, uh, what, what is it we had discussed earlier? What, what is it that I was uh, ranting to you about earlier this morning? Oh, you mean the issue of uh, the issue of your will? Uh, yes, yes, yes. All the things which nobody say any of those crazy buzzwords, but all of those things I have. I mean, who knows how much? Now that I'm in the best shape of my life. Who knows how much longer I can stay on this earth? So, oh, don't say don't say such things, Mister Mister Dagbo. All right. Well, I won't again. But it's out there, and I need to I need to figure out where all these things are going. I. Uh, 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 Jenny. Yeah. You've done such you've done such a great job running back and forth to bring me these pillowcases of narcotics. I'm wondering if you could run all these somewhere for me. Oh, these cassette tapes? Uh, don't, oh, don't, 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 don't say, them. say what they just, are by name. That's too close to talking about recording. Exactly. Oh, and so I'm wondering if you, you know, I know you know quite a few people who you could bring them to, but if you could add one more man to your repertoire of people. There's a man I know up in Nebraska. Okay. Who should hold on to these for me. If you <laughs> could take this address and deliver these <coughs> all the way up to him, that would be phenomenal. This is 44B by Lane in, in Lincoln, Nebraska. Mm-hmm, that's the one. I, I think I should be able to do it. Uh, Mr. Diagbone, I, I'm worried that you won't last my journey. W- will you be here when I get back? Oh, surely, surely. What would happen to me? If anything, I'll just get a little bit smaller, but I'll be here. Maybe I'll go check out that, that hot movie Titanic that everyone is talking about, but I'll just be chilling out here. Mr. Diagbone, I have to be honest, you're smaller than the white part of his fingernail right now. Oh, poetic. Uh, all right, in that case, let me, uh, take take me with you, take me with you. I'll, I'll come for part of the journey. I have a vacant tooth spot that I could put you in. Perfect, perfect. Smuggle me across. Nobody will know that I'm in there. Pop me right in. Very well. All right, let's, let's go. Let's step outside right now. Oh, Arnold, are you going to come with us? Oh. Uh, no, I guess I should stay. I mean, like, you don't have to, like, be like that about, like, it. You can, you can definitely, like, come with you, like... Listen, Jenny, we're, we're talking around this, but, uh, I, I, things have been awkward. Awkward. For a little while, and and I just, I'd like us to be, I'd like us to be friends again. I guess we never really were in the first place. I'm more saying I wanted to go back to how it used to be when we were work acquaintances. When we were conceiving a child, or when we were, like, No, see, that's sort of what I'm talking about. I mean, before we decided to conceive a child together. By the way, how's that? coming you're not you're not showing yet i guess it's only been a month or two excuse me excuse me hey uh are you um jenny uh slenderbia uh <laughs> no i i'm Sl- jenny slenderby oh well miss slenderby my name is uh, charles brooklyn from the fbi i'm here with uh, my uh, co-workers Sarah and Francesco. Hi. Hi, how's it going? And uh, we were hoping to ask you a couple of questions about some, uh... So, uh, w- Francesco, what are, what are we asking about? We've got a wiretap on you guys. I just gotta tell it to you straight. We have multiple warrants. Sarah here looked you up in the fish tank. The micro or whatever fish. we call that. We got you in the fish tank like crazy. 
a bunch of papers yeah, on it. You know, there. you were working with a Lucius or a, a Ryan Pool float. Does that name sound familiar? Yeah. Nick Sweaterby? Don't, don't say anything. Don't say anything. Say it doesn't sound familiar. Who, who the hell said that? Who said that? Uh, I, that's my ringtone. I, I actually have a, one of the first cell phones. Oh, yeah. Was that Buzz Buzz? You're saying that Mr. Diagbone, he, uh, he ain't here? No, no, he's, he's not here. Uh, I actually just got a call from him. Okay. He's in the Cayman Islands. Ah, oh, damn. We can't get him in the Cayman yeah, Islands. Foiled again. Hey, uh, Jenny, uh, what what's in that box? What do you um what's, what are you these? Holding? I don't these are uh I'm having a baby. You're having this is a formula. I have a baby. Stop it. When are you when are you when are you expecting Sarah, this is not the time. I know you're new at this, but this is not the time to relate about motherhood. When is the time? We'll let it slide because you've done so well. We love you. We love having you. I love you guys too. Alright, so are we all going to Nebraska or what? I yeah, I guess all of us are going are going to Nebraska. Is that Yeah, I guess we better, huh? So you guys have you guys have met before. We met before. Is, is, what I'm, is what I'm learning. It's been a long time. Wow, what a reunion! I'm finally here at the end of your life to to, to get you. So we all went. I guess technically I went too, right? As a little. Yeah, I guess that's true, Joey. You were there. You know, it turned out like eight people there, including you, Joey. Well, Neil, Nate. So Jenny, can you just tell us more about what went down in Nebraska? Sure. I mean, I I had uh, the box of. Um, well, I guess we all know that it was taped. At this point, we can say. So it. I had this yeah. box of tapes and I had been telling Francesco, you and, and Sarah and another man, I had been telling him that that was the baby formula for the my impending child that, you know, is now sitting next to me. Um, so we got down to Nebraska and I was told to go to 44 B by Lane. I got close and I heard the, the structure that it was in. It was really hot in there. Like I, I felt the heat radiating as we got closer and closer and closer. And when I got to the door, I touched the doorknob and it was hot. Like there was a fire inside the house. Yeah, yeah, Jenny, this is this is the place. This is the place. Are you sure? It's it's like hellfire in yeah, here. It's yeah. so hot. Yeah, I know, I know. This guy is uh, he's unique. I'll tell you that he's a unique kind of fellow. Jenny, we're just gonna stay in the car. This doesn't seem like it pertains to any case. Yeah, this seems like you can handle this on your own. Like we'll just be over there, Sarah. Yeah. I feel like. Five of us is too many. And by the way, you shouldn't have picked up those two hitchhikers, which technically brought the count up to eight people on the way. Yeah, why did you guys pick me up? I thought I was I was going to Tulsa. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, this sucks. I, I'm trying to get to. I'm trying to. I'm, wait, I'm making my way towards uh, Woodstock '99. Two years from now. Hey, this guy's got pot on him. Get him. I'll smoke it before you catch me. Can I catch him? Ooh, oh, he's so quick. All right, now that, now that they're distracted by the pot. Hey, hey. Hey, what is all this racket outside the door here? <laughs> this is the guy. Hey, devil, devil, who is it? Who, who's out there? What? Shh, quiet, quiet, God. What's up? Yeah, hello, what can I do for you? Uh, wait, the question is, what can you do for me? You recognize me, big Diablo? What? It's me. I know I'm wait a little a lower. Mo- Let me just mentally increase his aspect ratio. Oh, my God. Is that Diagbone? Diagbone. Hey, buddy. I gave you the, the gift of size. What did you do? Squander it away on narcotics? Come on, Basically, man. I basically spent my life undoing the gift size with illegal narcotics. Listen, you, you guys right better there. come inside. I know it's hot, but but c- come on in. Thank come you, thank in. you. See, I normally live in hell, 
Uh, but uh, lately, uh, my friend here and I, we decided to sort of re- relocate to Nebraska yeah. and sort of forsake our divine duty. Touch with the yeah. people, you know. The thing is, uh, the, it's 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 causing it's causing some problems that we're not doing our job anymore. So we were hoping you could maybe help us with that. Yeah. Uh, wait. Listen, Dagmon, you got the uh, you got the package for us. I got the stuff. I can't lift it, but she's got it. Yeah. Jenny. Here you go. Here's this this package of. Uh, <laughs> of no, no, don't say it. Just open the lid. All right. Let me open the. Uh, Okay, these are the the cassette tapes of of all of the the decades and decades of uh, of interviews we've done with humans who have uh, who have died. You know what, Diagbone, you were right when you said to put it on tape cassette. That's never going to go hey, out. Hey, come fat. on, come on, it's classic, it's classic. You got to stay. No, it's true. These CD-ROMs are coming out now. I don't, I don't trust it. You scratch them a tiny bit, they don't work anymore. No one's going to oh, latch onto that crap. Um, uh, sorry, I'm so confused to be around so many men. It's really disorienting for me. Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah, yeah sure. So, Mr. Diagbone, I know you. Can- can't, we can't really see it now because you're so small, it's but true. when you were large, you used to wear this shirt that said, I'm a hotshot producer and don't ask me about it. Did you produce these oh tapes? Oh my god, way to, way to do the opposite. I did. You Wait, did you wore the shirt we gave you? Come on, man. Diagbone was our, our producer for, for for centuries. Producing what? Uh, podcast. podcast. I mean, wow. double. Well, I don't even know how we can start to explain the, the God. What's do what you do. Do what you do to me. Just reach in there and open her eyes so that she sees the whole school. <sighs> of time like huh. a landscape stretching in front of her. Yeah. It's a lot faster that way. Is that way. okay, right. Jenny? Can we... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. God, you do that thing, you do. Downloading, downloading. You see it? You see it? Wow. It looks so much more like a rectangle <laughs> than a circle. It's true. It's true. <laughs> You're talking about the time? Time. It's not linear and it's not circular. It's rectangular. It's rectangular? Yes, it's a rectangle. Yeah, no, I mean, circles. The rectangles are my favorite shape, so, you know, we, we had to do it that way. It's also green, which is my favorite color. You know that, devil. Yeah, I do know that. Anyway, Back to the question I had. Yeah. This is, this is the stuff. This is about to be the, the world's greatest hit. These tapes and Jenny, all thanks to you. What are you gonna call it? Um, I don't know. Uh, Tough one. How about the seven tales across the oceans of multiple lives, multiple people? How about that? The seven tales across the oceans, lives of multiple people. (laughs) Works for me. That's Jenny. What you're gonna call a podcast? Yeah. What you got a better idea? Jenny and Joey. Yeah. It's hard for me to do this in front of your son. I, I've heard a lot that I didn't want to hear, but yeah, go ahead. Ask your ask your question, Mr. FBI man. Alright, so Mrs. Slenderby. Slender by, Slender by, Francesco. Jesus, didn't we've gone over this for so many so many times. Sorry, Slender by. Is that okay? If I ask you just one more question? Yeah, I'm I'm I mean I'm kinda here until I'm out, so And I I guess I just I'm wondering, do you have the tapes? Like that's kind of why I'm back with you today. I uh Joey, can you go under my hospital bed? I you might see some red crates. No way. You kept the tapes? Alright, oh my god, I can't freaking believe this. Oh my god. Here they are. Here you go, mom. Here you go. You should name it Exit Interview. Oh my god. I'm about to exit. I mean this is my interview. You're right, mom. This is your exit interview. Hey listen, mom, before before you do anything rash, do you I mean, do you really want the government to have these? Don't you think that people deserve, you know, to hear them? Yeah, I mean, take the tapes. Francesco, I'm sorry, but 
I'm going to give these to my son. Well, that's all right. We weren't going to put put them anywhere special. They were just going to sit in a basement for a while. So that's fine. Honey, go ahead. Do what you will. And oh, my God. I think this is one Mom. of my final breaths. Mom. Yeah, sorry, it's me. I've been here the whole time. She doesn't have long. Uh, oh my god, the nurse guy. You're on the end. I was really confused. I was trying to I was trying to follow along. I was really trying to follow all those plot details. But anyway, here's the news that I have. Uh, you don't have long. Uh, just a couple sentences left. Joey. Mom. Do right by me. Okay. Exit interview podcast from God and the Devil now. Oh, okay. Exit interview podcast from God and the Devil now. Don't leave me, Mom. Mom, the responsibility is too much. I, what, what do I do? So anyway, do you have a Spotify account? Do you know how to set one up? Yeah, yeah, let's, uh, yeah, I can help you with that. Thank you for listening to season one of Exit Interview. Season two will premiere on April 22nd. We'd also like to thank all of the guests of the past 20 weeks, as well as Greg Berg for providing the piano for this episode finale, and Aaron Shapiro for giving us our theme song every week. Special shout out to John Goodman for the graphics and Dan Quan Peoples for the audio editing. Thank you to the featured improvisers Jonah Greenewalt, Trisha Crimmins, Will Kohler, and Hannah Albertine. And most of all, thank you to you, our listeners. We'll see you for the premiere on April 22nd, Season 2. We'll see you soon. It's showtime.